tonight, the Riders and Lions have a very high bar to match for what the Ticats and Bombers did last Ooh. night. What's it say? Riders are favored by seven. Come on! By seven. That's a... The over-under's 48. How about that? How about that? I got to say, I'm taking BC to beat the spread. I would, too. Yeah. But I kind of think the Riders will win the football game, but seven. That's aggressive. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to a brand new week. We're coming to you from the bunker here in Western Canada. You should have had a camera on in our lobby um, two minutes ago. <clears throat> Where were you on that one, Alan? Yeah. Moose and I were out watching uh, Gil Alexander, the, the show on ahead of us. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, we're on in two minutes. What the? sprinted into here. Let's go. And here we are. So I'm tweeting. I'm not totally ready. That's okay. How are you? I'm well. Yeah, your yeah. hair is a little floofy. It's a little, yeah, we <laughs> were in a little bit of a frazzled state. <laughs> we literally sprinted in. We had a lot to go over. Well, we had a lot to go away over. for each other for three days, it's uh, tough. I'm trying to find a gif of Bo Levi Mitchell, and I, I can't find it. If you type in Bo Levi for gift, you know the first thing that comes up? You? Me. <laughs> What should I put in? Stampeders? How about, How about that? I'm trying to find. Uh, okay. Well, okay. I just put in Stampeders, and the first one that came up was Jerome Messam. I don't think I'm going to do that. Time to update the CFL gifts here. Here is a lady on a mechanical bull. Tweeted. Done. How about that? Bob's your uncle. Go check it out. At Rod Peterson. Uh, it's Monday. We're excited to be here. This is the warm-up brought to you by E-Cold Electric. Hang on. Check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E-Cold Electric, let's get to work. Moose, I literally don't even have my notepad out yet. No, you don't. That's okay. Although we do have some special surprises coming up here in the warm-up, so you just hang on. Just hang on. Who do we have on the show today? Manny Arsenault coming up. I'm excited about that. That'll be good. Manny Arsenault. Where is he? Dallas? Clark? Yeah, still playing? Frisco, Texas, a suburb of Dallas, Texas. Manny Arsenault will be with us. And uh, Brandon London, CFL-NFL veteran, Grey Cup champion from New York Giants TV is going to be with us. Holy smokes, I'm uh, a little bit out of uh, sorts here. But let's go with the quick six show topics, please. Clark and Director Jordan, thank you. And I'll show you why in a moment. Uh, number one, breaking news coming down the pipe this morning. Got my notification from TSN. If NHL players are able to participate at the upcoming Beijing Olympics, Canada will have a two-time Stanley Cup champion behind its bench. Hockey Canada announcing this morning the Tampa Bay Lightning head coach John Cooper will be the head coach of its provisional Olympic coaching staff. Boston head coach Bruce Cassidy, Vegas head coach Peter DeBoer, and Islanders head coach Barry Trotz are the assistants. For a million dollars, I would have said Bruce Cassidy's American. Hasn't, have, have we looked into this? What's his, and I got to look up his history with Team Canada. International? Yeah. I don't think there's any. Oh, I don't know. And he's spent so much time in one of the hotbeds of hockey for the U.S. in Boston and having so much success that we just, you know, he's synonymous with Boston and synonymous with, with the United States yes. because of it. So I, I would think the same thing. So that was breaking news today. That's why we do daytime sports talk. This is what came down this morning. But the addendum to this, when they say that's the provisional coaching staff, I think it, they, they're saying that because we don't even know if there's going to be NHL players at the Olympics. There weren't at the last ones. So, again, the head coach, John Cooper, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the pride of Prince George, B.C., 
His assistants, Bruce Cassidy, Peter DeBoer, and Barry Trotz. So that's my number one point. It usurped every other one. Now, let's go to week one uh, CFL leftovers. By the way, everybody's saying that Bruce Cassidy is from Ottawa, Canada. I had no idea. How about that? See what we're learning already? It's 10.04 Mountain, and we've learned something already. Bob's your uncle. Or at least I have. Week one CFL leftovers. Uh, Here are your scores. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers beat the Hamilton Tiger Cats 19-6 in a game that I don't think surprised anybody. I mean, I had them pick to win. Uh, Friday night, we're going to settle into this one a little more here in a moment. Saskatchewan Rough Riders hold on to beat the BC Lions 33-29. The Toronto Argonauts knock off the Calgary Stampeders 23-20 at McMahon Stadium. That was a thrilling game, an exciting ending. And actually, that's why I said I'm a little out of sorts, because I was getting ready for this. Are you ready? Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Look at that, Alan. Dun, 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 dun. Spicy. Yes. Got my Argo shirt on. I've been waiting for a day to wear it. I'm on Team Argo right now. You can call me Captain Argo. How about that? How about that? They go into Calgary that? and they surprise. They upset the Calgary Stampeders 23-20. We're going to come back on that in a moment. And the Ottawa Red Blacks beat the Edmonton Elks 16-12 to in a wild game at Commonwealth Stadium. Those are the scores. Let's move on to the stuff that we really want to talk about. Uh, this now, I guess, is point three. Um, the Mike... Michael Riley, Nathan Rourke saga. It was weird. And I've been calling, saying this is why maybe Pat McAfee, the NFL analyst, referred to the CFL as state fair football because we're going to spend some time on this moose, okay? Oh, yeah. Nobody knew that Nathan Rourke, the rookie Canadian, second-round pick of the BC Lions, was going to start a quarterback for BC Friday at Saskatchewan. Nobody knew. You saw Craig Dickinson, the coach of the Riders, say, I didn't even know that who they were starting until they ran on for their first series. Well, the Riders went into the game as a seven-point favorite. Had we known that a rookie Canadian making his first start was going to start, it would have been at least 14-point line, maybe 21. So we find out that Michael Riley at halftime Rick Campbell, the head coach, saying it, his shoulder, whatever, he didn't respond to the treatment. And all of a sudden, boom, he's out starting the second half. We're like, what? So I'm texting my football guys going, how, how could he be good enough to start the second half, but not the start of the game? And the guys are saying, well, I don't know, maybe the shot didn't take to start the game, but it, it did by the start of the second half. And then Mike, Ry- I'm just going to call him Mike Riley, okay? He almost leads the BC Lions to victory. This is like the state fair, it's exciting. It's entertaining. You have no idea what's coming around it. That's the CFL. Yeah. Right? So Rick Campbell doesn't care about betting lines. Rick Campbell doesn't care about these types of things. He's worried about getting a quarterback ready to start a football game. Now, you do far more NFL betting than I do. So let me ask this. How would the NFL have dealt with this? Would they not have put a Q beside oh, yeah. Michael Riley's name? They would have been questionable. So we're not saying the BC Lions had to name their starter by a day before the game. We're not saying that. But if they had listed him as questionable, that would change the betting line, I would think. Well, yeah. And I mean, when he's not listed as questionable, or there's no, you know, when we go through that practice list, and, and we can probably pull it up to figure out what was Mike Riley's participation Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Limited, they said. You know, limited. So he should have a questionable tag. And if he doesn't, then he's healthy and cleared to play. And if that's the case, he should be starting a quarterback. But, I mean, the fact that he wasn't listed as questionable and we weren't 
we were under the impression he was going to play, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be a little investigation into this. Because now, I mean, as somebody who would bet on the games, there's no way I'm betting on a BC Lions game. So I'm not betting on a BC Lions game until they sort this out. And because of that, I'm not watching the BC Lions game because I'm not betting on it. Right? I'm going to go bet on the Stampeders game or I'm going to bet on the Argos game. Right. And I'm going to watch those games instead. I'm going to give my hits to their website to look at numbers and stats. I'm going to give my attention to those games. And so that's how the league loses money or the BC Lions lose money. They don't get the hits to their websites. Their social media feeds are a little more inactive and less viewership for their football games. So their sponsorship dollars are worth a little less, less clicks, all that kind right. of stuff, right? It's all affected. All that indirect Rick Campbell, however, money. doesn't care about any of that stuff. And he was hoping to have Michael right. Riley to start the game. His quarterback wasn't ready to start the game, so he went with the rookie. I can't really complain because I took the BC Lions to beat the spread. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. So Bob's your uncle. I'm okay with that, but that was based on Michael Riley starting. Now, what do we have here? Chris Bird in Toronto says uh, that Argo Shield never looked so good. Thank you. They're my team. They really are my team, by the I way. Know. I was so excited to see Ryan Dinwiddie get the Gatorade shower the other night. Dinner! Way to go. You see Chucky Hughes jumping around. Oh, I mean, yeah. man, they own the place. They look great. Which, by the way, let's put up the Alex Singleton tweet, if you don't mind. Alex Singleton of the Philadelphia Eagles, the former CFL uh, Defensive Player of the Year, and he is... A friend of the show. He's been on a couple times. Did you find it, Clark? He said he found it. There it is. LOL. Did Toronto's front office do any work or just sign any player or coach from Calgary the last two years? Can we, can we have a little fun with this? Oh, yeah, we can. Because that is so Calgary. You lost the game. Sit in your own mess. What are you poking at the Argos for? Maybe they shouldn't have got rid of those guys the last two years. The Nick Arbuckles, the Ryan Dinwiddie's dinner left on his own, but you know what I mean? Just, just take it. There's a lot. Just take the loss, okay? And on the other hand, you know, I look at it, and my response is, if they're the flagship franchise, why wouldn't you want to take their guys right. and have success? That's smart, and it's working. <laughs> they won the game. Eric Rodgers was good. Juwan Breskison picked up a couple of catches. He was he had an impact. They don't have to apologize for anything, no. okay? The Toronto Argonauts. So, Calgary, you lost at home. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. Point four, Bo doesn't know. Well, how much fun was this? The Argos take a clip of Bo Levi Mitchell back when he uh, found out what the schedule was. Did you people see it? It was Bo's on the phone, right? And he's like, oh, the schedule's out. Who do we got first week? <sighs> Toronto, Bo. <laughs> That's a dub. <laughs> and then they go out and run it down his throat to the tune of 23-20. I mean, even if they won by one point, doesn't matter. Yeah. So the, what I love about that is I didn't have to get involved at all. I was at the lake. I was watching all this. Bo can put his foot in his mouth, and I didn't have anything to do with it. He went out and motivated the Toronto Argonauts, and the stamp soiled themselves, and it's all on bow. And I was nowhere to be found. Yeah. Sweet. How nice is that? Look, eh? it's, com <laughs> it's comforting to know that the CFL can come find all this controversy, and I didn't have anything to do with it. That's great. Uh, there's more. I appreciate everybody chiming in with their... their take on things this morning, but uh, it's Moose and I's turn here. And, and let's pause for a second. Speaking of being at the lake, 
the uh, Great Western. We have the photo album ready to go, do we not, uh, Producer Clark? Uh, the RP Show Summer Photo Album presented by Great Western Brewing Company. Share with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show by using the hashtags RP Show or GW Beer Summer. This was ours. Uh, this was Kings Park Speedway on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Huge event there. Now, you think that that's just a run-of-the-mill stock car, right? Number 53? No. Look a little closer. Every car had a Rod Peterson show decal on it. That's cool. So we thank our friends at Kings Park Speedway for that. I love it. Rubbin's racing. Shake and bake. That was a lake. Beautiful. Beautiful shot right there. You saw the smoke, hey? Yeah. Like it, Sunday ended up being a lot more clearer. Yeah. But that was Saturday night at the lake. Yeah. Uh, now, what do you got? Who else is this? This must, must be Clark, is Let's it? Let's keep rolling. Yeah. Where, where's that, pretty circle? Men's Provincial Final. Okay. Yeah. Cap, keep going. Oh, the Regina Trappers won yeah. it, so that's good. Congratulations to them. From the seats at the game. Oh, yeah. The other night. It was packed. Of course, that's in our, that's that's in our that, backyard. That's it. Nice work, Clark. Nice work on the roll. And uh, Morgan Hertz, that is our GW RP Show Summer Photo Album. We encourage you to share yeah. yours. And an original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5%. Alcohol, we're talking about Original 16 Ultra, taste without compromise, purchase at a store near you today. Back on track. So Bowen motivated the stand, or the Argos. We had the Riley Rourke saga, Pro Football Hall of Fame weekend. It was too much, too much. 28 guys went into the Hall of Fame. I was watching the speeches, and they were pretty good, but there's guys that I don't even, I'd never heard of. Like this Tony Fantasia? Did I, I say that right? Who is this guy? And he's my age, which means he should have been relevant in the last 25 years in the NFL. I never heard of him. 28 guys is too many to go. And I know they smushed two Hall of Fame classes together, 2020 and 2021, but that's still, that's too much. But what was your take? Yeah, Jimmy Johnson goes in, Peyton Manning goes in. Like a lot of great players go in. And then, you know, Edger and James is a great player. He goes in. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, the list is long. You know, John Lynch. Um, but it was a lot. It was a too lot. Many. You know, I like, you know, it should be six guys ish in a hall of fame class, two years, 12, 28 is a lot. It was, uh, to, to me, it takes a, away a lot of the, um, specialness, specialness for the other guys. If your name's not Peyton Manning, right. Who's at the top of that draft yeah. class like edger and james i kind of forgot about for this class <laughs> he didn't get this stage calvin johnson megatron right, right. barely heard his name because he hasn't been in the league for the last few years um but he should be really showcased and we should be talking about his career all day today and on the networks and stuff but there's too many guys and so the hall of fame becomes less special and that's a problem when the hall of fame becomes ordinary and average it's no, it's no longer special. This was a not a very special Hall of Fame class. On YouTube, uh, Get Daggers Watching says the Hockey Hall of Fame could take a page out of their book. For, for what? I'm interested why you would say that, because I think the Hockey Hall of Fame does a pretty good job of their inductions. I really do. Um, so that's got people going, I'm a Hall of Fame junkie. I'm not as big on the draft. Some people really love the draft. I don't care about the draft, really. 50% of players ever really make it. Play one game. I think it's 75% will play one game. How many have a regular or a, a lengthy career? Not even 50%. Hall of Fame, we're talking about guys that yeah. did something. But it was too much. And this weekend, all NFL Network and ESPN was all 
Pro Football Hall of Fame all the time. It was literally too much. Um, Todd Pinkney is watching one of our P1s. And he says, did you see his comment about today is the anniversary of the trade that shook the world? Yeah, there it is. 33 years ago, the trade that shook the world. We're not talking about it. It was the day that I stopped being a fan of the Edmonton owners. We're not talking about it. Uh, Hey, point six, the Blue Jays took three or four off the Boston Red Sox. We got to be talking more about the Bluebirds. That's what we should be talking about. They're seven games back. They just spanked the Red Sox, took three or four, and it just seems like they can't get up that hill in the division. They're still seven out, but they're playing great. George Springer's got his game. They're what we should be watching moving into the fall. Oh, yeah. And an Olympic update. Uh, just so My Vegas Golden Knights hat just fell off. Fortunately, I have another one. I have several down here in the tickle trunk. <laughs> um, Olympic wrap. The USA won in both total medals and gold medals. No debate. It was an ass kicking by the United States of America. Uh, 113 total medals in Tokyo. China, 88. And Canada, 24. And our uh, over-under was 20.5, so we, we were, I'm pretty happy with our odds setting there. That was pretty good. Yeah. One of Canada's best ever. Um, a lot of people consider this Canada's best summer games ever. Um, but most medals since 84. Uh, Troy watching in Toronto says, holy crap, I just tuned in. And to my surprise, I see an Argos sweater. I had to run my eyes to make sure I wasn't seeing things. Are you pandering to us Toronto people, Rod? We love it. No. Abs- no. That'll never happen. But the Argos are very likely my favorite football team right now, at least my favorite CFL team. Nobody will touch the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. The Argos are my guys. And I've been waiting. You were with me when I bought this in the Toronto airport. I was there. Finally today, I had a reason to put it on. Yeah. So it's a little big, doesn't fit great, but serves a purpose. It looks good. Looks amazing. Yeah. Manny Arsenault joins us next. This has been the warm-up. We're just getting rolling on a Monday. Brand new week. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.